The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Today is Thursday, the fourth week in Ordinary Time. This is Father Stephen Reynolds, the pastor of St. Elizabeth and Seton Catholic Church in Houston, Texas. God is an unconventional personnel manager. Throughout salvation history, he selects his messengers without any apparent reference to their talents, abilities, or past histories. Abram, later Abraham, is singled out to be the father of the chosen people. God gives no reason why. David is preferred to Saul as king of Israel, even though the latter is physically impressive and a mighty warrior. David, on the other hand, is just a kid. Jesus calls twelve normal and unremarkable men to be his apostles. Four are fishermen, one works for the equivalent of the IRS, and the others are plucked from obscurity. What is going on? What is God's purpose? Well, St. Paul gives us an inkling of how God works. God chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world, to be holy and without blemish before him. In love, he destined us for adoption to himself through Jesus Christ, in accord with the favor of his will, for the praise of the glory of his grace. In other words, God chooses whom he will. It's not based on merit, talents, or inherent worth. It's unearned and should move us to gratitude for having been given the gift of faith and baptism. But with every divine gift comes a job. St. Mark, Mark describes the first job Jesus gave to his apostles. This is from the Gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 6, verses 7 through 13. Jesus summoned the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over unclean spirits. He instructed them to take nothing for the journey but a walking stick, no food, no sack, no money in their belts. The apostles are called to participate in Christ's mission, to do the works that he was doing, to proclaim the same message. But after hearing the conditions that accompanied their divinely ordained task, they might have had second thoughts. Take nothing for the journey. You know, we don't walk into another room of our house without our phone. And I've seen people nearly panic when they've forgotten their purse or when they can't find their bottle of water that they carry around with them everywhere. But Jesus tells the apostles to take nothing. You know, the best advice I ever received about how to pack efficiently for a trip, especially a long one, is simply to put everything in the suitcase as usual and when finished, take half of it out. The apostles were commanded to take even less Jesus demands complete surrender and total trust in divine providence. Well, what does a life like this look like? How can we live with this detachment from material things so that we can rely more and more on God's providence and also be free to respond to his will? Well, the first thing we can do is avoid creating new needs for ourselves. I mean, for some, it's second nature to go out and buy the latest thing, whatever it is, the technology, the fashions, Whatever. Rarely is this necessary. And it always diverts our attention from what is essential. The second thing we can do is learn to be grateful for everything. Gratitude. Growing in gratitude helps us so much to be free from ties to useless things. Third, striving to see God's will in all the circumstances of our lives, even those that are hard and that bring suffering or hardship. A fourth thing to help us live the Spirit is 
to focus on the needs of others before our own, so that not, we're not always thinking about what we lack. And perhaps most importantly, importantly, to fix our hearts and minds upon Christ, being obedient to him and to his church. Well, let's renew today our gratitude that God the Father has chosen us as his disciples and beseech him to assist us with his grace and his supernatural aid so that we will always be faithful to the call that we have received and that we can complete the task he has given us. God bless you.